0: Welcome back to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation. And welcome. So, I don't know if you're watching me right now on my YouTube channel or possibly listening to us on our podcast. We're so glad you're here. Now, as you know, we're on a series right now called Spiritual Disciplines. I'm walking you through some of the spiritual disciplines of the Word of God. And many of you guys have contacted me. I'm so glad to hear from you. It really helps me when I know what you're thinking and some of your feedback. So please pass these messages along and share them with others. But you guys, today we're gonna to talk about a spiritual discipline that could possibly change your life if you can get a hold of the truth and and the concept of your thoughts. The spiritual discipline of taking every thought captive. Now, let me just set the stage here. As you know, a few weeks ago, we talked about actually the definition of discipline. You're listening to this right now because maybe you're just a part of of the family the tam talks family and you are interested in spiritual disciplines but i guarantee you if you really will listen to what i'm saying right now and you will make application in your life it can change your life we are meant to be disciplined people but something in all of us maybe that that laziness or that procrastination or maybe negative self-talk often keeps us from the disciplines in our life whether they be physical personal disciplines like we've said in the past which are maybe our food intake or exercise or the people we connect with or too much netflix that day there are physical disciplines that are so important that we put into our life but i want you to know there's also spiritual disciplines and as i mentioned there's nowhere in the bible that lists certain spiritual disciplines there's not a scripture passage or verses that say these are the spiritual disciplines, but they're woven throughout the Word of God. There's concepts and convictions and mindsets and beliefs that are your spiritual disciplines. There's things in your personal life that you say, this is a spiritual discipline for me. As you know, if you've listened to this series, we've covered things like silence or solitude or Bible study, or prayer walking, or fasting, just certain things in your life that you've made a part of spiritual disciplines in your life, and they've changed you because you're convicted and you're convinced that these are things, that, they're practices you wanna put in your life. Well, today's is one that literally, I'm telling you what, you have to understand that your mind, your thoughts, what you think about, literally will determine where you go in your future. Now I'm gonna give you some statistics today, and this is a little more of a life coaching session today, but I believe if you can wrap your head around this, if you can understand your thoughts, it literally will take you into a healthy future. Did you know that you literally have over 30,000 thoughts a day? Everybody has about 30,000 thoughts a day. And did you know the majority of those thoughts are the same thoughts you had yesterday. Do you realize most of us think the same thing over and over and over? We rehearse the same thoughts, the same memories, the same beliefs, they're wired into the way that we are. I want to talk to you today about how do I break those negative thoughts in my life, those patterns that we have in our life of thoughts that we're thinking over and over. And listen to me. That's why it's a spiritual discipline. If you are not putting new thoughts, scripture verses, concepts, beliefs, presuppositions, if you're not putting new things in your mind, you're going to continue to think the same thoughts over and over. So what I want to do is I want to walk you through how do I rethink? How do I rewire my mind? There's some great books out there, some great scientists out there that teach us how to rewire our thoughts and our mind, our brain, how to rewire our brain. What do we do? I'm telling you what, I read a book a few years ago that really did change my life because it helped me to understand, I get to determine what I think. I get to choose my mindset. I get to choose whether I'm going to be positive or negative today. Research tells us that literally your mood affects your thoughts. You literally can allow negative thoughts and feelings and emotions to to determine your thoughts. Now, you know, when you wake up one day and you're just in a foul mood, you don't even know why. You're just like, why am I in such a bad mood today? Literally, it's based on your thoughts. It's what you're thinking. So maybe you went to bed discouraged. Maybe you had a fight with a spouse or a child or a colleague or co coworker, and you went to bed with a negative mindset. Chances are you're going to wake up in the morning and your mood is going to be determined by the thoughts you went to bed with. That's why literally Literally, the Bible tells us that we have to take every thought captive. Now, I'm going to give you that scripture in a minute, but there's another verse I want to just sit on for a minute. Listen to me. The Bible says, listen, as a man thinketh, so is he. As a person, a man, a woman, a boy or girl, as you think, so you are. So literally, whatever you're thinking about right now will determine the outcome of your day. So if you get some bad news, somebody tells you something discouraging or something that hurts you or affects you, you literally will probably think on that thought for anywhere from 15 to 20 minutes without realizing you're thinking about that thought. It just sits there. It stews in your mind and in your brain and over and over and over again, you're thinking about it, you're processing, you're running scenarios, the what ifs over and over and over. That's why the Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. So whatever you're thinking about right now will determine your future. Let me share with you three exercises that I think can literally change your life and the way that you think. This will assist you in controlling your thoughts. So number one, we just mentioned this. First of all, you have to capture your thoughts. I'm gonna tell you, I've been teaching this long enough, you guys, that I realize when a thought comes in my mind, I immediately have to capture the thought. So right before I got on this podcast, I received a phone call from a loved one with some news that I needed to think about. And it was a family member who just said, hey, would you pray for this for me? And it's something they're going through. I literally at that very moment had to take that thought captive because the thought could run me down a scenario that was negative, fearful, oh my gosh, what will happen if? And I began to run the what if scenarios. What if, what if, what if? The Bible tells me, Tammy, take that thought captive by renewing your mind. So I literally had to shift and say, no, I'm decreeing, I'm declaring, I'm believing, I'm praying about a good outcome in this situation, or else that thought would have taken me down a dark negative road. The word capture literally means gain possession of or control of. So when the Bible says, take every thought captive, that means you, my friend, you literally gain possession of the thought, you take control of it. You have to do a mind shift. You have to decree, declare to speak over yourself the outcome you want. That's how you take your thought captive. Now, think of it this way your thoughts come in three different time frames. You have your past thoughts, which are memories. So literally, you may remember something that happened in your past, a negative thought, someone that hurt you, abused you, lied to you, stole from you, set you up. You have memory thoughts. You have good ones. You also have good memories. You, have, you remember how like sometimes you have a flashback and you just kind of smile because it was a, rem- a memory from the past where well, your thoughts come in those three time frames They come in your past thoughts. They come in your present thoughts. So what you're literally thinking right now what's going on in your life, whether your life is good or negative, happy or sad. You literally have your present thoughts, but then you also have your future thoughts. Those are dreams or what to come or exciting things that are happening. Or you may live that life of nothing ever happens good for me. I don't see anything in my future. I'm stuck. Nothing ever good happens. I'm never going to get married. I'm never going to be in a relationship. I'm never going to have a child. I never get the break. Every one of your thoughts come in one of these three timeframes, a past thought, a present thought, or a future thought. So what you have to do when you take these thoughts captive, you have to begin to set the scenario. That's why the believe the Bible tells us that we literally can speak out our destiny. We can speak out our future. The Bible says God knows the thoughts that he has for us and their thoughts for prosperity and goodness and abundance. Do you have those same thoughts for yourself? Are you speaking life over yourself? Are you speaking death over yourself? So what you have to do is you have to decide where's this thought coming from, past thought, current thought, or future thought. Science says, listen, science says that if you can capture your thought in the first 30 seconds, you can literally delete and reject the thought before it moves into your memory file. I read that and I thought, thank God, if I can literally stop the thought, The first thirty seconds, it will not go into the memory file of future thoughts. So that's why the Bible is so clear to say, take every thought captive immediately. Don't sit in it. Don't stew on it. Don't process it. Take the thought captive by renewing your mind. It tells us that in Second Corinthians ten five, take every thought captive. You have to develop the art of discerning a thought quickly. Learn to reject and refuse a negative thought before it occupies space in your mind. Now, most of us are lazy. Most of us just sit and you don't even realize, I'm gonna be honest with you, you don't even realize you're processing the thought until you've been thinking of it for two to three minutes. And then all of a sudden you go, why am I thinking this way? Why am I walking down this negative mindset? By that time, if you wait that long, I'm going to be honest, it's already in your memory file. You have to take the thought captive immediately and reject it if it's negative and decree it if it's positive. Stop thinking before it takes root. So that is what you have to do. Number two, which is so important, guys, is make decision you have to understand that you have the capability to make a decision that's why it's called a spiritual discipline you make the decision where you're going to go with your mind what you're going to do with your thoughts so as you make the decision research has found that no matter what happens to you in life you tend now listen this is good you tend to return to a fixed range of happiness every single person your happiness meter is a fixed range of happiness. Let me explain it this way. Science has found that 50% of your happiness is determined by your genetics. So for instance, if you've ever taken the personality test, the Enneagram, you're gonna find out a little bit about how you're wired. Now I'm a three on the Enneagram test, which means I'm an overcomer, I'm an achiever, I love to accomplish things, I'm always happy, I always see the positive inco- uh, the outcome but not so much so with someone that might be a six on the Enneagram. That particular person is the person that's wired to be cautious. They're always looking for what can go wrong. If you're a six on the Enneagram, you probably wake up every morning wondering what's gonna go wrong today. You're the kind of person that literally has to take every thought captive by renewing your mind. Listen, you're going to look for the obstacles before you look for the opportunities. So 50% science tells us that your happiness comes from your genetics. It's just how you're wired but listen, I thought this was good. 40% is determined by your habitual thoughts. Listen, this is so good. Meaning how you feel or your words or your actions, you get to determine where you're going to go with your future. You're going to get to determine 40% of your habitual happiness is determined on how you think. That's why you get to choose that. I love that statistic because it validates the fact that I have the power to choose my happiness. 50% is how you're wired. 10%, that last 10% is literally based on what's going on in your day. Maybe you're just having a bad day. Maybe you're going through a difficult time, but that's only 10% of the barometer. 40% is based on your choice and what you're going to do with your thoughts. Hey, I'm going to be honest with you as a life coach, a story coach, somebody that works with people all the time. I understand that everybody's wired differently and it's not all equal, but I will tell you that you get to determine where you want to go. That's called personal growth and self-development. Listen to me. I'm telling you this as a life coach right now. I've worked with people on the spectrum from happy people to sad people, and every one of them has a choice to determine where you want to go in your future. That is why it's called a spiritual discipline. Allow you yourself to think through your thoughts and what you're going to do with them. Um, I want to walk you through a little bit i think this is really good there are three choices you have for every thought now write these down if you have pen and paper three choices you have for every thought listen every one of them you can either allow the thought to trap you and control you and dictate your emotions and that's what most of us do a thought comes in my mind i never get through. No one ever invites me to come. I always seem to be the victim in this. Why does everything happen to me? You can sit on that thought and think about it over and over and over. Or number two, you can delete the thought and replace it with healthy, positive thoughts. Now here's what I do. I'm going to be honest because when I'm in the middle of a crisis, I usually don't have the emotional energy to fight the thought. I literally have to have positive meditation quotes, scripture thoughts, ways I'm going to work my way out of it. I have to go over it in my own mind. I have positive cards all through my car, in my home, in my office. And if I find myself in a setback, if I find myself discouraged, I pick up those cards and I rehearse them over and over and over because I can't let that negative thought control me. I will not believe it It is a lie from the enemy. I'm taking my thoughts captive. I see what God sees in me. I do my declarations. I, I literally believe I'm moving forward and I don't sit in the thought. Or you can do number three, which I think is the greatest thing. Outgrow the negative thought patterns in your life outgrow the negative thought patterns in your life i am here to tell you i am not the same person i was 20 years ago i do not entertain those thoughts i will not go down that pathway i will not allow the enemy to trap me i catch them quicker and literally i don't struggle with the thoughts of fear insecurity anger jealousy those were areas as my testimony before god those were the areas the enemy seemed to trap me over and over and over, but I have retrained my mind. I have retrained my emotions. I literally have meditated on scripture. I will not walk in fear. I will not walk in jealousy. I will not walk in insecurity. That's not who I am. I have changed the neural pathways in my mind that I literally do not think that way anymore. That's the power of literally walking with the thought of God for you. And then I want to walk you through number three, which I think is so powerful. I want you to take the Philippians 4, 8 test. Now, a lot of us have memorized this scripture in Philippians 4, 8. And I want to walk you through a little exercise that I work with my clients called the Philippians 4:8 grid. The Bible tells us in Philippians 4:8, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are honest, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are a good report, whatever is excellent and whatever is praiseworthy, listen, think on these things things. Let your mind think on the Philippians 4, 8 grid. And I'm going to put a little slide up here next to me. You're going to see it right over here. And this is actually something that I created both for myself and for my clients. And it walks you through a grid of how to take every thought captive and ask yourself, is this thought lovely? Is this thought excellent? Is this thought praiseworthy? And every time you have a thought in your life that's negative, you walk it through this grid. You ask yourself, true, honest, just, pure, lovely, good report, excellent, and praiseworthy. And what you want to ask yourself, you'll see on that grid, ask yourself, is this true all the time? Is this true some of the time? And literally, as you process through your thoughts, you will realize that these are thoughts from the enemy. And that's the process of taking every thought captive by renewing your mind. Do the work, do the self-discipline. This is a spiritual discipline to walk through this grid of every thought captive. <coughs> I think this is a great discipline for you. So take that grid. We'll actually put that in our show notes so you can download it and make a copy for yourself. But what I want to do right now is I want to walk you through some coaching steps as we conclude today. And I think this is going to help you with taking up every thought captive and understanding the spiritual discipline of our mind and our thoughts. Number one, Be aware of your thoughts. Now, what you might wanna do, you guys, is actually keep a journal. You may not even realize, and I'm gonna be honest, I coach enough people, most people don't even realize they are reciting the same negative thoughts over and over, the same story, the same outcome, the same stinking thinking. That's what Zig Ziglar called it, stinking thinking. And you walk into the room and you're like, oh my gosh, here it comes again, the same story, the same scenario, the same struggle. Begin to write down what you're going through, because until you understand it, you can't take it captive. You may not even be aware of what you're decreeing and declaring over yourself. So be aware of it. Keep a journal and track your thoughts. Number two, keep your mood happy and your thoughts will stay positive. Keep your mood happy and your thoughts will stay positive. So literally begin to smile more. I have told you guys, I'm such a deep thinker and I'm such a a processor that I find myself forgetting to smile. I have to remind myself to smile because when I smile, I feel the joy of the Lord in my life. There's something about my mood that just lifts. So this is a great self-awareness. Make sure you're smiling. Make sure you're looking for the good in the day. Make sure you look at the sunshine. Make sure you look at the stars at night. Make sure you're decreeing and declaring life and goodness over yourself. You literally can change your mindset by changing your mood. And then remember, you have a choice. You have the power to direct your thoughts. You are not helpless in this situation. You are not a victor. You are an overcomer. So again, take responsibility. This is not on anyone else. It's a self-discipline because it's your responsibility. And then practice thanksgiving and gratitude, not comparison and, expect, and um, expectation. Oftentimes, what we do is we compare ourselves with one another, and we expect ourselves to be like everyone else. The way you do that is start to practice gratitude. Thank God for what you do have. Thank him for the goodness. Thank him for all that he's giving you. I'm telling you, when you begin to just sit there, thank him for your family, thank him for your children, thank him for your home, thank him for your life, thank him for such a time as this. Begin your Thanksgiving list. And then also rehearse and repeat healthy affirmations and scripture over your life. I mentioned to you early, have those scripture cards. And the the best thing is it, it brings you out of a sour mood, but before long, you realize that you've memorized scripture. I love Proverbs. I love to memorize Proverbs. And then also, as we said, take the Philippians 4, 8 test. So make sure you're bathing yourself in affirmations, declarations, and scripture. In conclusion, I want to give you this verse that I think is so good. I've memorized it and I recite it often. It's such a good verse. It says, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight oh God, my strength and my redeemer. And that's Psalm 1914. Hey guys, this is a spiritual discipline just like all of them, but it's up to you to practice, to rehearse, to make these words, the words of the word of God over your life good healthy declarations can literally lead you into a life of joy and a life of to really seeing what god has for you so i thank you so much for being a part of tam talks remember please you guys pass this on to someone that might want to hear this word today Click for our notifications. Be a part of TAM Talks. I'd love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. I love you so much. Stay tuned for next week's teaching. Have a great week. I love you guys. God bless. Bye-bye.